0: Good afternoon, all of you. Mm. Good to see you. See us all back here to, together again. And I'd like to um, offer uh, heart practices that support compassion. Uh, Karuna, that um, the beautiful teaching we had last night and um, to speak about it from the uh, lens of forgiveness. And um, it seems to me that what clogs the heart sometimes from being compassionate is that uh, we hit the snag of not being able to forgive, forgive ourselves, forgive others. Um, So it's a practice to do that. The a practice of uh, softening and reclaiming the territory of freedom in our heart and mind by releasing uh, the congestion, you know, freeing up the uh, coagulation that's in the heart through the practice of forgiveness. I speak of that... <laughs> As someone who's had open heart surgery (laughs) and had the heart uh, cleared uh, through the accumulation of um, many years of suffering, you know, the body ends up holding it all, you know. The body kind of absorbs the unfinished business of the heart and mind. So it takes a practice to shift that around. I think I mentioned to you maybe on the first night when I was talking about meta that I'd had a couple of sisters that have passed away recently and uh one was my oldest sister she's about 5 years older than me and um she died uh from pancreatic cancer and um and she wasn't dying to see me prior to that you know in fact, she hadn't spoken to me in a good two decades, and um, over the years, I've been really frustrated with uh you know not being able to figure out what the issue was and you know this kind of one-sided conversations conversation that we would have because I was the one kind of trying to figure it out and work it out, and she wasn't having any of that um so, when she got ill, uh, I was once again wanting to really connect uh, with her. In the meantime, I had been doing compassion practice, doing forgiveness practice. Thank goodness for this practice, especially when I'm with my family. I know my family's not anything like the rest of yours, but. <laughs> you know, I was. Um, frustrated in my attempts to connect with her, and then ashamed of my need to do it. And so I knew that um, through my own practice that when shame takes possession of the mind, the ego can't fix it. The ego can't fix it, but the heart can. So um, this idea of forgiving... Is, uh, is not so much about the other person. It's really about how you free your own heart up. So as my sister became more and more ill, my relationship with her was leaving her voice messages. And she never returned the call. But I, I left her a voice message. And I want to share with you the last message I left her. I said, hello, it's me again. I know that this is a difficult time for you. I'm imagining that you're both strong and afraid and that you are reflecting on your life, hopefully in kind ways. I want you to know I love you and I have a request. I want you to forgive me. I'm not sure what I did for you to shut me out of your life the past two decades, but it must have been hurtful and necessary, and I'm deeply sorry. My prayer is that we somehow rise above it. I'd like for us to bury this legacy that we inherited from our mom of never forgiving. It's a weight I'm sure your heart can do without right now, so please forgive me. You don't have to call me back. I'll know if you forgive me. Most importantly, you'll know. I want you to know that I'm deeply sorry for hurting you. I love you, I wish to be near you, and I will always love you. And she died a few weeks later. She didn't call me back and it just occurred to me that it's hard for some of us to clear the nerve of a deep cavity it's hard for us to clear it sometimes we trust the pain more than the dentist and this was my sister you know but i knew her i knew her heart we grew up in the same house We saw each other's journey. Her journey was my journey. And despite appearances, despite how she looked and showed up in our relationship, how harsh and hard she had to be to protect herself as she walked through this life, we needed and wanted the same thing, which was truth and love. And going back to the family was uh, so palpable and so important. We don't get together that often. But I don't know about you, but when I go back to my family with this practice and sit in the thick of our conditioning, many of my family members are not in this practice and they haven't been working with their heart or going on retreats. They're just ordinary people that really suffer a lot. And when I go home with this practice, you know, what I find is that it's not useful for me to say much. But what I find is that, what I found on this visit was that my sister's children just found themselves huddling around me and laying in my lap and um, crying for so many untold reasons so we didn't have to talk about it. But they felt there was some access, some space, some tenderness for them. And I was really grateful for this practice in that moment. So maybe you have some places in your own life, in your own heart, that needs some attending to need some release, need some um, tenderness, some flow. And I'd like to guide us through a practice that supports that kind of freedom, those increasing moments of freedom. This practice is influenced by some of Eric Kovic's Teachings, who's a Buddhist practitioner and precious teacher in our tradition. So I invite you to find a comfortable posture for yourself and close your eyes. Or you can just focus your eyes downward. And just take a moment to notice how what I've said so far has touched you and your own inner experience here. Just notice what's happening in your own heart and mind right now. Feeling your body sitting and the movement of your breath. (coughs) Taking your time to open as much as you can right now. May I be at ease. May I be at ease. As we do forgiveness practice and other compassion practices, that really connect to our relational field, how we relate to ourself, how we relate to others, how we relate to our own mind. Sometimes it's useful to have some protection around you. I call it the triage of protection. So just imagine for a moment that sitting behind you is someone that loves you. A benefactor, a dear friend. Just imagine that person just sitting behind you as if they've got your back. You might even imagine yourself leaning in a little bit to feel the contact of their support behind you. You might even imagine the two of you synchronizing your breath. And just feeling and remembering this care as if it's permeating from your back end to your heart, the full of your torso. And just allowing a sense of softening here with this loving support of, of this person that loves you right behind you, really close to you. And then imagine sitting right to the right of you. Someone you love, you care for deeply. A dear one. Someone that makes your heart open. Someone that helps you soften. And just see them right to the right of you, sitting really close, caring for you, appreciating your love. And just feel their support, feel their presence right to the right of you. This dear one might hold your hand for a minute. That unspoken, no need for words kind of care exchanged between you. It's relaxing in this care, this direct infusion of care from the benefactor at your back the dear one to your right. Keeping some attention on the body and the breath as you allow yourself to be touched by the benefactor at your back, the dear one at your right. And then to your left, or maybe even in your lap, just imagine a younger version of yourself. You at an age where you didn't quite know fear. A part of you that was innocent and Spontaneous. See this little one to your left or in your lap. If that image is difficult, you might imagine a part of you that needs to be forgiven sitting right to your left. Looking at you hoping, loving you, questioning. Just allow them to see you and you see them. Breathing them in, feeling their presence. seeing them through your heart's eyes. Notice the quality of your heart and mind right now as you feel the connection with the benefactor, the dear one and the little one surrounding you in care. And just taking a minute or two to just breathe that in. Breathe the goodness in of this triage. Letting every cell in your body be touched by this care of compassion. And I'll offer some guidance on forgiveness. Sometimes we cause harm to ourselves and find it difficult to forgive ourselves. Reflect on a time when this was true for you. see if you can see yourself in your innocence or ignorance. Imagine taking yourself into your own arms and saying these words in your mind, for any way that I have caused harm to myself, knowingly or unknowingly, in thoughts, words, or deeds, out of fear, anger, or confusion, I offer forgiveness. May I forgive myself. Accept myself as I am. May I allow myself to be imperfect. May I allow myself to learn life's lessons. I forgive myself. I forgive myself. And if I can't forgive myself now, may I forgive myself at some time in the future. Just relaxing your awareness and continuing to offer forgiveness towards yourself using your own phrases. Again, we want to feel the phrases, not just say them, but feel the goodwill behind them. May I forgive myself. And there are times when we hurt or have harmed others and ways we find difficult to forgive. There are times when we hurt other people, and it's difficult to forgive ourselves. Alice Walker says, What if I remain human, having done inhuman things? What if in doing these things I had a conscience or not had a conscience? How do I forgive myself? Reflect on such a time. Bring to mind a time when you've hurt someone and you deeply regret it. these phrases for any way that I have caused harm to you, knowingly and unknowingly, in my thoughts, words, or actions out of fear, anger, or confusion, please forgive me. Forgive me. Forgive me for screwing it up. Forgive me for not being perfect. Forgive me for this mistake, for my ignorance. And if you cannot forgive me at this time, may you forgive me sometime in the future. Forgive me. Pico Pico Lear says it is only our mistakes that bring us to the place where we should have been all along. Perhaps more challenging is forgiving someone who has harmed us. And bring to mind someone you may be ready to forgive, or kind of ready to forgive. See them in your mind and heart maybe see them as an adult or you can see them as a child you can see them up close or see them at a distance you decide Allow yourself to look at this person who has harmed you, disappointed you. Imagine yourself saying to them. I offer forgiveness. I forgive you for not being perfect. I forgive you for making this mistake. I'm letting go. I forgive you. I offer forgiveness. And if I cannot forgive you now, may I forgive you at some time in the future. back to the body, feeling the support that still surrounds you, the benefactor who has your back, someone you love to your right, the little one to your left. Just resting an awareness with the full intention of freeing your heart and mind. Life becomes easier when you learn to accept an apology you never received. letting yourself be cared for as you soften, if only a little. As you experience even a minuscule of release and flow, Chief Dan George says, May the stars carry your sadness away. May the flowers fill your heart with beauty. May hope forever wipe away your tears. And above all, may silence make you strong. Take in a moment to thank your benefactor, beloved and dear one. Allowing them to dissolve in your heart and mind and just sitting with the gift of their presence. continuing to practice in this way even as the bell rings. Thank you for listening.